Welcome to the Direct Response Marketing Magic Podcast. Seth Green is a five-time best-selling author, speaker, and nationally recognized direct response marketing expert who is CEO of one of the fastest-growing direct response marketing firms in the country. To get free access to a download of his new book, Podcast Marketing Magic, and a free live training webinar that will show you how you can use a podcast to attract new customers and referrals like magic, simply register at www.ultimatemarketingmagician.com. On the podcast, Seth brings together some of the most cutting-edge thought leaders in the world to share with you how they grow their businesses and how you can too. And now, here's your host, Seth Green. Welcome to the Direct Response Marketing Podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to be talking with Vince Del Monte. Vince is the only fitness guru who has been coined the skinny guy savior, a name near and dear to my heart. Uh, he earned this name by dedicating his life to transforming the lives of skinny, wimpy guys and skinny girls, helping them become healthier, fitter, and more confident in their bodies. In the end, his students transformed themselves to live better, look better, and know better. He has transformed the lives of thousands of skinny individuals with a perfect mix of encouragement, humor, no BS, inspiration, and fun. And... He's built an incredible business along the way. Vince, thank you so much for joining us today. Seth, thank you so much for having me, Having me, man. That intro just got me pumped up. Awesome. Well, then I did my job. All right. Uh, so let's go back in time a little bit. How did you get started? As um, business-wise or into the fitness industry? Let's or do like fitness first because I think the transition was you got yourself – you transformed yourself and then started transforming others, right? Yeah, you got it, man. A quick, long story. I'll give you the sh- uh, long story short. So, um, uh, I grew up in a family full of runners, and uh, I found my identity as a runner, as a triathlete, all through high school and, uni- and university. I competed all the way up to the world level, and I um, got a degree in kinesiology at the University of Western. And through that time, um, you know, I earned the nickname Skinny Vinny. So uh, <laughs> I know all the pains associated with being, you know, a skinny, scrawny guy. But um, uh, what was interesting about my story is that when I went to university, I uh, shacked up with a bunch of guys uh, who became my roommates and some of my best friends who were – these were the guys that every dude wanted to be and every girl wanted to be with. And, uh, you know, I, I had that visceral experience of what muscle could do for you. And I saw that, you know, and I was like, I always had this fascination with building muscle and I couldn't do it because I was a runner. Runners don't want muscle. So after university, I got into the fitness industry as a personal trainer, but I still look like skinny Vinny. Um, my eligibility was over. So I was like, this is a great opportunity. Um, this is a great time for me to really try and make a name for myself in this fitness industry by transferring all the effort I once put into my running, but now into the gym. And that's what I did. When I was 22 years of age, I started working out in the gym with weights. I had um, a guy that I nicknamed my own skinny guy savior, a guy guy that I met at my church who pretty much kind of mentored me and exposed all the myths and mistakes in the bodybuilding world and put me on this completely different way of training – and I just did what he said. 
Um, I'm very good at that. I'm very teachable and uh, I'm very good with instruction and um, having people keep things simple. And that's what he did for me. And over uh, six months, I packed on 40 pounds of muscle and uh, I looked a lot different. <laughs> I solved a lot of my problems just by looking different and feeling different and uh and I developed a real passion for helping skinny guys. So um over a few years I worked in the gym setting um as a personal trainer, you know, typical trainer working 60 70 hours a week. Um but what happened when I was a trainer was that I started getting exposed to the business side of the fitness industry and I got exposed to selling gym memberships and selling personal training and building departments and uh, the whole world of persuasion and influence and relationship building. And that's when I really got pumped up about this whole, you know, this whole fitness world. And I saw the real opportunity when I started working on commission and I started to, you know, getting introduced to the world of wealth creation. And, um, you know, I started realizing I could write my own paycheck if I became a very good salesman. And that eventually brought me uh, to the whole world of internet marketing. My um, my boss introduced me to the world, and he was like, "Hey, you should see these guys online. They've got similar stories as you. They used to be skinny, and then they got muscular, and and they've got these information products. They've got these eBooks, and they're selling them on the internet." And I'm like, "What?" And I checked them out, and I, and I'm like, I, I found this one particular site um, that. Um, was doing um he was charging $97. This was back in 2005. So you can think long form sales page um selling a $97 ebook and I'm like who the hell buys a $97 ebook on how to build muscle when you got bodybuilding.com which is completely free. And I started doing some homework and I found out this dude was selling at least 10 copies a day. And doing the math here as a 25 year old, you know, I was right. okay as a trainer. Um, and, and, you know, making, you know, 60, 70 grand a year. So, you know, that's quite a bit of money for like a, a single guy living in a small town. But I'm like doing the math. I'm like, that's a thousand dollars a day. And I swear, Seth, I, I, the first thing I thought was there's no effing way. You know, I'm like, that's what I thought. I, I'm like, there's no way in the world. There's no way in the world somebody can make a thousand dollars a day. That's impossible. That's impossible. So anyways, that's kind of my story. After that, I ventured into the world of internet marketing. You know, I bought these DVDs for $300, which were fabulous, by the way. They, they really, I was like, this is what I want to do. I learned about list building and opt-in pages and traffic and AdWords and, you know, sales pages. And I'm like, this is so freaking badass. This is what I want to do. And um, the only problem was that I got overwhelmed. I was like, so so, so overwhelmed with the information. I didn't know where to start. And as you know, overwhelm equals what? Inaction. In inaction, yeah, doing nothing. You got it. So so fortunately, this was a great company. It was actually um, a company created by the great Corey Rudel. I don't mm -hmm. know. Yes. Absolutely, so Internet Marketing Center. I remember. You know Corey. Yes, yeah, so Corey, sadly, is not with us anymore. But he um, he's mentored some of the biggest names in Internet marketing. And I went through his company, and they offered me this coaching program for six months. And I kid you not, this is what they offered me. Six months of coaching, one one-hour phone call a month, and unlimited email support, and it was $7,500. Wow. So, so I mean, I look at the stuff being offered online these days, and I'm like, holy crap, no wonder no one gets results online. The stuff's too cheap. <laughs> there's right. No, there, there's no skin in the game. 
So, so how the heck are you going to take action on a $40 ebook or a even a $100, even a $1,000 ebook? There's no, there's no skin in the game. It, right. You might chump, not even read it. It's chump change. And, and for me, $7,500 was like the biggest risk I could take. Um, it was like, if, if this doesn't motivate me to take action, I'm going to stick to the gym. I, I love my job. So what's the worst thing that can happen? I'm a single guy. I don't have to provide for a family other than myself. So it's like, I went all in. I invested $7,500. I, I, I told them this. Get this, Seth. I said, you guys have to promise me one thing. And they said, what's that? I said, you guys have to promise me at least a certain amount of money per month. And they're like, we can't do that. Um, and I told them, come on, guys. And I said, you guys have to promise me $3,000 extra per month. That's where my head was at when I first started. I was like, if I could pay off my just my expenses, my monthly expenses, I would be like, whatever I make at the gym would be gravy. That was kind of my thought process. And that's kind of like kind of give you an indication of like how far I've come because, um, you know, that's what I wanted. And they say, Vince, we can't promise you that. And also we don't have a refund policy. So like there's no guarantee whatsoever. So it was like those are the words I needed to hear. And I took action. I hired the guy. Uh, it's funny because the guy isn't even a fitness guy, and he actually advised me not to go into the muscle building market because he said it's saturated. Those were his words. He said it's too saturated, but I disagreed with him. I said it's saturated with a lot of shitty information. And, and he's like, okay, well, I'm going to support you. And we pursued the industry, that marketplace, and um, you know, I'm still there 10 years later. And you know, I, I just kind of joke around now that like 3,000 – you know, if I if I make anything less than three thousand dollars a day now, um, you know, it's a bad day. Um, so I went, and that's I, I want to put this in context. That's a ten year process. So so you know, I, I'm definitely not. I, I had I would say fast success, but it wasn't overnight success. And that's pretty much my whole story summed up there. That takes us to today. That is an absolutely incredible journey. What have been um Love that you went from dreaming about $100 a day to $3,000 a day being a bad day. Uh, what are some of what have been some of your biggest mistakes, and more importantly, what did you learn from them? Um, well, mistakes. Um, you know, I was so fortunate back then that I had this mentor, and and the, I think. Um, I would say the mistake he helped me avoid, I feel this might be a little more helpful, is that like he's, he kept me focused yep. on one thing at a time. So the way the coaching program worked, it was so cool, and this is how I coach students now. The first month was just discovery. It was just uh, figuring out what my passion was, where my credibility was, and finding what we call a ravenous marketplace. So where are there people starving um, for this information, where are people in pain? Where, where are people like staying late up at staying late, staying up late at night, like truly just trying to find a solution to their problem? And you know, the skinny guy market isn't going anywhere. There's always going to be guys who go to bed crying at night because their arms are too small. So, so that was that took a whole month just to get clarity on on the marketplace because I had other passions, I had other things, and, and he was like, we got to pick one. 
So, so I'm like, I kept asking him, so what are we doing next? He says, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. So I think the big mistake a lot of guys make is that they've, there's so much information out there. They, they've, and, and there's nothing wrong with having the big picture in mind. I like interconnecting the future. Um, but it can backfire on you if it, if it paralyzes you from focusing on what needs to be done right now. So by having the coach, he kept me focused on one step at a time. And, you know, step two was um, creating the sales page. So I'm like, hey, what's step three? Step three said, don't worry about step three. I'm not even going to tell you what step three is until you write the damn sales page. <laughs> our, next call, our next call is in one month. So you have to show me some sales copy in a month. And I'm like, how do I write sales copy? He, you know, the call was spent teaching me how to do that. And for a month, I locked myself up and I learned how to write sales copy. And then I'm like, okay, well now what do I do? Sales copy's done. And he said, we got to create the damn product now. I'm like, oh. Look, he's like, okay, all right, you got 30 days to make the product. Okay, and then now all of a sudden, three months later, I had a niche, I had a sales page, and I had a product. And, and then I'm like, okay, now what do we do? And he's like, okay, now I'm going to teach you article marketing. Article marketing was huge back then, you know, with designs way back then. Yep. That's how I made all my money, like, just to start off. And now they don't it doesn't even, I don't even know if it's around anymore. But, you know, I just learned how to write high quality article content with backlinks to my sales page. And that was like, and it was that, it, okay, I'm not saying it was easy, but the approach was very, very like focus on one goal at a time and see it through to completion before you even shift your focus to anything else. And, um, and that was kind of, I think that's the big mistake. People just uh, – they get paralyzed with too many options and they don't come up with a plan or they don't have someone holding them accountable to their plan. And they just kind of you know confuse activity with productivity and they do a lot of things. But it's not the thing that is the limiting factor preventing them from success. So, so my, my coach kept reminding me of my goal. He said, Vince, you want to make $3,000 extra a month. Your problem is not that um, – this and that, your problem is that you don't have a sales page live yet that's making sales. So he just kept me focused on the most important thing. I'm like, yeah, but I want to make the product better. And he's like, the reason you're not making money right now is not because the product, it's because the sales page isn't converting. So we, he keep me focused on the most important thing. So I think the biggest mistake guys make is that they don't focus on the most important thing, you know, the thing that's going to actually the, they don't address the bottleneck, the thing that's holding them back from actually swinging the door wide open. That makes a lot of sense. That's great advice. Uh, what drives you crazy about your business? Anything? Say that again? Is there anything that drives you crazy about your business? I have too many ideas. <laughs> and that's why I'm coaching now because I'm an ideation guy. And, um, you know, I've got fortunately um, – Great guys on my team now um, who, you know, I call them marketing directors. They're integrators. They take my ideas um, and they um, they say, hey, Vince, those are great ideas, but they're going on what we call the backlog. Have you heard of the backlog, Seth? Tell me. Um, you need to read the book. This book will change your life. It's have you, Maybe you've read it. It's called Scrum. Have you read Scrum? I have not read Scrum. I'm getting it. I'm going to go on Amazon as soon as we're done. Dude, Scrum is the is the um, book that we're using to to you know push over eight figures a year. Um, it's it, it's it's an organization book, uh, team building book, but our whole business is based around everything taught in Scrum. It's absolutely phenomenal. But there's a concept in the book called the backlog. So me and everyone on my team has a backlog, and it's basically all of our ideas. 
It's the projects that are currently in motion, the projects that we are thinking about doing, and everything's just in one spot in Basecamp, and it's where we just get it like download, or maybe not download, we, we get to unload all of our ideas. And each week what we do is we have this thing called the weekly sprint meeting, which is always a blank piece of paper. And we look at the backlog and we figure out uh, what tasks we're going to sprint towards in the current week. And we take things off the backlog and stick them on our weekly sprint tasks so that the whole team now knows what each other is working on. And we work on um, the thing that is going to move the company forward. And then everything else stays on the backlog. Um, that is awesome. Dude, it's absolutely Absolutely badass, man. This whole concept, like backlog, weekly sprint meetings. There's way more to it, um, but like just that one. My 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 partners taught me this, and they're like, "Hey, Vince, you got so many ideas. Your goal this year is what?" And we, you know, figure it out. Let's say it's just revenue. So they're like, "All right, well, we need to focus on one offer that converts on cold traffic." You know, stop wasting your time doing everything else. I mean, not wasting your time, but it's not the stuff that's going to move you forward. You're going to be in the same spot. So. So anyways, that's a, that was a huge game changer. Um, and, um, you know, what drives me crazy is, yeah, I have all these ideas and I want to see them all like executed, like all at once tomorrow, tomorrow. But I but, you know, I have disciplined people on my team that, you know, look at they like they look at the backlog and they say, Vince, there's three ideas on this list that we're going to execute this year. And I'm like, three? I'm like, that's all we need. And, he, and I mean, they're even like t- trying to push for one. They're like, we don't need three big ideas to hit your numbers, like the numbers you want to hit. We need like one idea that converts. And that's such that's one of the hardest things, I think, for like entrepreneurs, ideation people, because they're creators. We love creating stuff. And um, it's it's more than just money to us. So it's like we like helping. We like creating. So but, you know, at the end of the day, revenue is what matters. So if there's no revenue, none your no one's going to hear about any of your great ideas. Very true. What do you like best about your business? Um, that's an interesting question. What do I like best? Um, it's a platform now, man. Like right now, like you know, I'm passionate about muscle. I'll be honest, but like muscle right now is like a stepping stone to like talking about the stuff I really want to talk about. Like now, I'm helping guys build their own online fitness business. My business buddies, like they they look at me like Vince. Your true expertise is making money. It's like yeah, you're good at teaching muscle and stuff, but like you're better at helping people make money. That's like you're a business person first, fitness expert second, and um. And I love now that this whole muscle building platform, my passion for fitness, my passion for helping skinny guys has now given me, is now turned into a vehicle where people don't just look at that. They look at like how I've built it and they ask me questions and they want to do the same. So, so now I'm getting to help people uh, more than just on a physical level. Now I've earned enough people's trust and rapport that they're willing to, um, learn from me when it comes to building business. And even now, like I get like crazy questions and, you know, everything on like, you know, finding your dream girl to like, you know, lifestyle to, you know, transitioning out of, of a career you hate to like becoming an entrepreneur. And cause people have seen me have success with the whole fitness business, 
They want to start their own. So now, you know, muscles become the silver bullet for me. It's been the bullet that's helped me um, do what I really want to do, which is like change people's lives and, you know, motivate people. Not, you know, my whole brand is living large, not just living large inside of the gym, but living large outside of the gym too. So, so now I'm able to have more of an impact where I want. Um, and I think that's what most guys want, but they, they, they don't, they forget that like you have to become a specialist in something first. You need to build up that audience so that they give you permission to talk about more than that thing you're a specialist in. Does that make sense? It makes total sense. There's the sizzle and the steak. Well, that's cool. Yeah. There's what they want and what they, and then what they need. I mean, you know, they may want the muscle, but what they need is the business and personal development, or they may want the business part, but they need the personal development part. Exactly. What is, I mean, I know you mentioned um, having so many ideas and trying to implement them. Other than that, and I don't know if that even counts as the answer to this question, but other than that, what's your biggest challenge now? Um, you know, for, for me personally, um, you know, I'm really working on the whole like managing my team thing. So, so here's the thing. Um, there's, I'm going to give you two things. So first it's like, um, keeping everybody focused on the right thing. Um, it's easy to run in five directions at once. It's easy to start stuff. You know, I'm, I'm a classic starter, but not a finisher. If you look at my business, you'd be like, uh, that's not true. But there's so much stuff that we've started and not seen through to completion, stuff that could be so much bigger. So, you know, I, again, um, for me, it was trying to find the right people, um, to get into the right seats, the way the way my partners use the, the term they use is like finding everybody's finding everybody's um, figuring out the superpowers that the team needs to grow, and then finding that person who has those superpowers. And my challenge has been like um, well, he, here's let me make this much more specific because I'm not being clear right now. Um, my my challenge has been that I'm I'm good at marketing, but I'm also a fitness expert. Um, I, I've been the ideation guy and I've been the integrator. And there's a book. Um, uh, what's the book called? Um, uh, Rocket Fuel. Have you read Rocket Fuel? I haven't. I'm writing that one down too. Okay, so Rocket Fuel is about the visionary integrator relationship. So it's about the uh, one essential combination that will get you more of what you really want from your business. It's by Gina Wickman. And essentially they talk about how every big business has a visionary and then every big business has the integrator. So um, the problem is is that 20% of the population are visionaries and only 4% are integrators and integrators are the guys who take the ideas and actually execute them through to completion. And I've been, and the, my, my biggest challenge, my business plateaued. And I think all businesses plateau at certain levels when those roles don't become two separate people. So for a long time, I was the visionary and the integrator. So I'm coming up with the ideas and I'm writing the sales copy and I'm managing the team. So I'm doing operations and I'm doing, um, you know, visionary stuff. So yep. until I found the operations guys, the business hasn't been able to grow. So that was the biggest challenge, finding those two people, because um, 
here's the deal. Those two people are highly, highly skilled, and they're either um, working for somebody else or they're not groomed to become that person yet, and you need to take the time to groom them. So you have to – so, so um, you know, you've got two approaches. You take the time it takes to groom somebody, say, from a star to a superstar for that role, or you literally have to steal them from another company. Because there's with there are these people are around, but they're not just oh yeah I'll do that for you I'm not doing anything um, they've been snatched right. up these people these guys have been snatched up and these people understand the value they're bringing to the table so they're not going to be cheap and they might even want an upside to your business and if they have a successful track record I would say that it's it's worth every penny but these people need to be incentivized. So I think that was a big challenge, like finally figuring out that I was the bottleneck of my own company, realizing I was doing um, integration and visionary. And then when I found the integrators who could allow me to focus on my superpowers, which are building the cult following, you know, creating great content, improving the products, um, you know, supporting the marketing, but not actually doing it and, and executing it. That's when we've started moving back into the fast lane. That makes a lot of sense. What other than working out? What do you do for fun? Uh, for fun, oh, right now, um, eat out probably. I, I eat out, um, spend time with my kids on the weekends, and spend time with my family. Uh, we like to travel, so we like to link up with our friends. But you know, that's pretty much it. And who is an ideal customer for your business? An action taker, <laughs> somebody who um, doesn't just buy my stuff, but they transform their body. So I think people that want to go on the full journey, they don't just want bigger biceps, but they want to transform their body. They recognize that um, a better body can be um, a stepping stone to achieving a better relationship, um, a better career, a better lifestyle, that they can use their physical transformation as as a tool to, um, I mean, they can they can create their own following, and because right now I'm starting to offer business coaching, so guys who are coming to my business events are people off my fitness list, and I'm not even using a long form sales page. There's no bonuses. There's no scarcity. There's no countdown timer. There's none of that stuff, and I'm filling these things with one email, and it's just because people follow me for so long. They're like. As soon as I send this email out, Dean Jackson helped me craft this email, and um, the subject line is like, getting together in Toronto. And then the body copy is, hey, Seth, I'm getting together with a group of guys ready to break into the fitness industry and start profiting from their knowledge and passion. Would you like to join us? Question mark. It's like, that's the email. And the nine word, the famous nine word email almost. Yeah, that's beautiful. Exactly. So... And then you get all these people that email, they tell me more, how much is it, when is it? And then I send back this other email, which is a little short, which is a little longer, sorry, and just has the details. There's no hardcore sales pitch, it's just the details of the event. And um, and then people sign up, they say, okay, I'm in. I'm like, all right, I send them a payment link. It's all done through email. Um, so the ideal customer for me is somebody who wants to go on the full journey, they want to first, you know, transform their body, but then they want to transform their life. Like financially, they want a better life and lifestyle, they want a better life. So they want to they don't want an alarm clock. They want to be able to wake up when they want to wake up. 
they get to lead people, inspire people, create something that's bigger than them. So um, that's my ideal prospect. So um, you don't find out about that world until you've been in my world for a little while because I understand like somebody wants to get bigger biceps, give them what they need to get bigger biceps and then they'll stick around and then eventually they'll find out about the other stuff. Um, so, so we have, you know, there's, a, there's obviously a way we do that, but, um, that would be my ideal customer, somebody who wants to transform their body first and then has aspirations to go beyond just the gym. Awesome. And where, what is the first step you would want them to take? How should they find you? Oh, just if email. our listeners fit that category. Oh, I would literally just tell them to send me a personal email. Like I do it old school, man. I talk to people one on one, like Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, if it's if it's about business building, if it's about uh, fitness, then I have uh, three amazing trainers um, who are smarter than me, and they'll answer the question. So, um, but business, they just email personal at vincedelmontefitness.com and just say, hey, let me know about your next seminar. The next one's actually in Miami, April sixteenth, seventeenth, and. Anyways, I would just give them information on that. If they can't make that one, we're going to do them every few months. Awesome. Well, I have pages and pages of notes. It is. I, I have been a client of yours and gotten great results on the fitness side. Uh, looking forward to the business side as well. I greatly appreciate you don't, uh, spending some very of your very valuable time with us. Um, everybody, thank you for listening. We will talk to you next time. Vince, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Seth. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.